0: Hey, it's Miss Zoe here. I'm a corporate gal for more than a decade now. Wow, that actually terrifies me. I'm a millennial and I'm definitely in denial about hitting the big 3 0, and I might be in some kind of midlife crisis. Well, anyways, welcome to my podcast. This is The Corporate Click, and you can sit with us. This is the podcast that spills all the tea on corporate life inspires you to push the boat out and live your best life it's all about balance people plus i'm taking you along for the ride which is my own journey along the corporate ladder we are diving deep into the corporate world but it is casual and relatable chat we're talking how to be on the right side of the office politics strategies for keeping afloat and get through the Mondayitis, and the juicy stuff like how to handle those people you know who i mean if you're a recent grad a seasoned pro, a business badass, or anyone in between, the corporate click has your back. We are here to navigate this corporate jungle together. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. There's no judgment here. And join the corporate click community today. It's time to feel inspired, smash out some goals, and conquer the corporate one step at a time. Let's hustle. Oh, hey. I'm back. It's been a hot minute since I have recorded a potty episode for you. And for me, I love doing this and I'm so excited to get back into it. Welcome to season two of the Corporate Click podcast. So today I want to talk about annual leave and are we really clocking out? Let's talk about the realities and the consequences of our paid time off. I did reach out to you Uh, our lovely community and it ended up being about a 50-50 split. Half of us are working through or clocking in at some point on our paid time off and the other half of us are not at all and we're clocking out and we're really stepping back and having that time for ourselves. So based on all the feedback, it's come down to about three things as to why you feel the need to jump on in to work when it's not work time. So you're either irreplaceable and your wider team can't actually do what you do or to the standard that you do, or your team don't have the capacity to help you as they're maxed out already and stressed AF, or you're trying to keep things in order. So when you get back, you don't have to play catch up and sift through 400 emails. I've learned that some people don't actually read your out of office and then they have a cry when something's not done when you get back. That's just reality if you work in any business that has customers. Hello, corporate. But what's actually going to happen if I'm sipping margaritas on the beach and a hot mess occurs back at the office? It's one of three things. One, nothing. You don't know about it. Someone else is going to fix it. You're never going to know about it. It's done and dusted. But the more common things are number two, someone else attends to the matter but does a poor job of it, and when you return, you have to fix the hot mess plus the shitty cleanup job. Or three, it's bubbling away under the surface while you're away because no one does anything and then explodes into a sinkhole of shit ready and waiting for you on your first day back. I wish that, number one, was the majority of cases, but alas, sometimes that just doesn't happen. So my organized and forward-thinking self wants to do whatever I can to avoid the latter two scenarios playing out. And I would say, based on my methods, 50% of the time, the things that I do work in my favor. And I'm actually pretty happy with those odds because the longer I'm away, the more my team will step in and help. But if it's just one day, well, nobody's gonna do anything for me unless it's urgent and needs doing that same day. So I have a couple of things that I do to help future me. you go on annual leave, if you're considering working while you're on annual leave, the first thing that you need to do is ask yourself why? Why am I using my paid time off, this little treasure of time for myself and my family and whatever, to work for this company, for these clients? Why? In New Zealand, Generally, we get four to five weeks a year only. So that means 94.5% of our days are at work. And that's if we actually take all of our paid time off. That's, it seems crazy to me actually. So, paid time off is only 5.48% of our whole year. Okay, I feel like I don't want to dwell on that because that's actually quite depressing. So if you're spending those 5% days that you get just for you working for this corporate company, you need to have a bloody good reason and that reason needs to benefit you in a really good way. So what I mean by this is you working going to help you or is it going to help someone else? So the ways it could help you is it could help you to keep that holiday vacation, lovely, chill, refreshed feeling for longer at the other end, right? If you are clearing out your inbox or you're making sure that there's no big hot shit mess bloody piling down on you, that's going to help you when you get back to feel relaxed and refreshed and lovely jubbly for much longer. I say that's benefiting you. It might help your reputation. You might be the only person in your company who can do this stuff and then you just get shit done. And people are going to look at that and think, wow, you're amazing. And then you're going to get promotion, pay rise, all these types of things. Potentially that's working for you. You really need to understand your why. And if the why is not working for you, then it's not a good enough why. All right, what am I doing to help my future self when I get back from the holiday? How am I making sure that I'm going to stay in that zen state? I'm feeling good, refreshed, relaxed, and I'm you know ready to get back to work and jump in all motivated because that's what they say, right? So how am I doing it? So before I go, I have some things I need to do. Whilst I'm away, I need to make sure I've got boundaries. And then when I get back, you do have to filter through a little bit and just get it done. So let's dive deeper into this. Before I go, I'm gonna tidy up as much as I can. I'm gonna try finish off as much as possible myself so that I don't have to hand it over, I don't have to worry about it. This is gonna include letting my clients know at least a couple of days before that I'm going away for however long. If it's only one day, I don't do this, but if it's gonna be a week or more, I'll generally let them know and say, can you get me anything that you need this week to me by this date so I can get it done before I go away? And this doesn't always work, but it helps. And it helps just to get it out there that you're not going to be here. People can prepare because they get very stressed out. You know, even though there's an out of office, they're probably not going to read it. So, we, you know, you need to kind of come at them from another angle as well to get in there saying, I'm not going to be here. Do you remember? so the next part is the out-of-office you want to put your alternate contacts in there for the urgent staff or who they need to call call whatever so many times I get an out-of-office back to me that just says hey I'm away and it's like the most unhelpful thing ever don't be that person the handover so anything that's still lingering that needs to be taken care of while you're away you're gonna have to ask someone else to do it and that's just the reality Whatever your job um, scenario is for that, you're just going to have to go with it unless you've got some bright idea to like reinvent the wheel. Uh, So I'll hand stuff over. If I need to know what happens with that thing, I'll CC myself into it so that I can, I guess, create a follow-up or remember when I get back that I need to look at it. Because if I go away and then I come back and I don't have something in the inbox, I'm just not going to remember uh, I have so much volume that literally when I stop working on something, I'll forget about it and I have to <laughs> come back to it when, you know, I've diarized or whatever, read the what's going on and like it's a whole thing. There's just so much at the moment that I'm not going to know if I'm Arthur or Martha unless I've got a plan and I do have a plan so that's okay. When I'm away, so I don't have my work phone and my personal phone joined into one phone. Uh, I have two separate phones. Up to you if you have two separate phones or not, whatever, I don't care. But there's reasons why I have separate phones. So the main reason really is that my work phones are shit phones. So I don't want to use that as my everyday phone. Uh, But the other reason is because I don't want to be getting all the notifications when I'm away. I don't want to have to worry about work or be getting calls when I'm away. Now you can turn off your notifications for the Teams and the Outlook and that will take care of that. I'm not sure if you can turn off your phone calls. and you. I guess you just hope that you've got the person in your contact list so you can not answer if it's a work call. Uh, I don't know what the etiquette is there. So please let me know, team. I would appreciate it. If you're going to check in when you're away, you need to uh, understand your why. But you also, or when I'm doing this, I'm like, what are, What is my reason? So for me, mainly my reason is to clear everything out so I don't have 400 emails when I get back. Although, uh, I generally still do. But anyway, the reason is important and then you're going to need to set yourself a boundary. So this is designating the time that you're going to do it for the amount of time and the time of day. You don't want to be doing this all day, constantly just checking in every five minutes. That's not going to make you feel like you've had a holiday. And if I was doing that, I just I just wouldn't feel good. So have that boundary. Say, half an hour in the morning, I'm going to clear the emails. Or half an hour after lunch, I'm going to go in and take care of these tasks. Whatever it's going to be for you, stick to the boundary so that you're feeling good about it. You know, it's working for you. It's benefiting you. But you're not intruding on your holiday time or your family time too much as long as you feel good about it at the end of the day it's fine and the last tip is don't answer the calls the phone calls because that's just going to make you feel like you have to talk shop or whatever and you don't want to be doing that when you get back from annual leave if it was just the case of coming into the office, there's no work lingering, and you just start fresh on what's funneling in that day, that would be fabulous. This is not the case for a lot of us. So what we need to do is we need to book in some time to sort all the stuff out. So I'm calling this PALS time. Post annual leave sort time. It's like time blocking a focus period to get back on track and set yourself up for a successful week ahead. So what you need to do, you need to think about what the goal is. The goal is going to be to lessen the amount of work that's lingering to do of emails in your inbox as much as possible. And then you can start fresh as normal. So you need to clear out all the not necessary stuff first, like delete that shit. This could be ads or, you know, when you sign up with your emails to these clothing stores, sending you sales, get rid of all that shit. You need to get rid of duplicate emails. If you've been CC'd in on someone saying, oh, someone parked in my car park, move your car, get rid of that shit. Unless you want to have a little laugh at the office politics. Uh, You want to get rid of the generic emails that you don't need to know about. You want to get rid of anything that shouldn't be there. Then you need to file anything that you need to read later or you do actually need, but you don't actually need to do much about it. So file everything that needs filing and then delete the email. You want to create follow ups for any of this filing that you actually need to check in with at a later date, put it in your calendar, color code it all nicely, file it away in its category or whatever, done. Things that are lingering and you don't know what's happening. You want to actually check in with the customer. So, did someone get back to them whilst you're away? You might not be able to find it in the file. Did they forward their query on? Half the time they probably didn't and nothing's been done. So you need to talk to them about it and then set an expectation that you're back and you're gonna work on it, they'll have it within two days or in at the end of the day, depending on what it is and how it's gonna work for you. Set the expectation and at that same time you're letting them know that you're back. You need to make a plan for the backlog and how you're gonna manage it, right? Because there's generally always gonna be some kind of backlog. So diarize it, or maybe you'll say, I'm gonna spend the first half an hour of each day this week dealing with this backlog. Whatever it's gonna be, you wanna have a little plan in place to help yourself not feel so overwhelmed. You've got, you know, I know when I'm gonna do it. I know when it's gonna be done. That's gonna make you feel so much better. So you've assessed your workload and you've communicated, you've planned your week and you're fitting everything in. It's fabulous. Now is the time that you can tell the rest of your clients that you're back so they can resume communicating with you in the normal way. Don't tell them when you first come in on Monday morning. Don't tell them till you've had your pals' time. Because if you do that, they're just going to start calling you with all the hot shit mess that they've got going on and you're not actually going to have any time to you know, prepare mentally for what you need to do to get back on track. And then that's just a whole snowball I have learned this the hard way by experience, by the way. So wait till you've had your pals time before you tell everybody that you're, you know, back and ready to go. We know that half of us are doing it. We're working through our paid time off or we're clocking in when we shouldn't be. I don't think there's a right or a wrong, but there's a perfect world. And in that world, our annual leave would be our own time. There'd be no stress, no worries, and we'd be able to just relax and come back and then get back to it. But that's not everyone's reality. We know why, and it's a lot to do with ourselves, our work ethic, our reputation, trying to stay afloat. If all else fails, just delete everything. There's a backstory here. So someone at my work does this. I don't know who. It's like just something that we've all heard. So maybe it's a myth, Uh, but I'm curious about it, right? So the way it goes is when you've got the 400 unread emails, when you come back from the time off, you just delete them all and then see what happens. And apparently nothing bad's ever happened. So the theory is that if someone needs something or something hasn't been done, they'll follow you up and then you do it then and it's all fine. I'm way too scared to try it though. I just feel like that's a disaster waiting to happen. But let me know what you think and let me know if you have ever done that or if you're going to do it. I really want to know how it goes. It's important to understand why you're checking in and why you feel you need to check in. Are you helping yourself or are you helping someone else? Personally, if I'm checking in, it's to help myself so I don't get stuck in the quicksand of shit. Future me is going to thank me. But what's actually going to happen if you truly switch off? It's probably all going to be fine. If you're working through, make sure it's going to benefit you and help you in the bigger picture and then go for it. But set clear boundaries for yourself. You need to make sure you still feel like you've had a break because those days are like rare little treasures. Plan for success and help your future self stay in vacay mode a little while longer. But what about the corporates? What do they think? Do they want us working when we shouldn't be? I suspect probably not. Well, 99% of them probably don't. They want us to be feeling refreshed. They want us to come back and work our best selves, you know? The corporates aren't the bad guys here, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. A huge benefit to working corporate is leaving work at the door. So make sure you're taking advantage of this and making it work for you. In summary, the biggest takeaway after this analysis for me is if you're choosing to use some of that precious time to help the corporates, you better make sure that it's going to benefit you in the bigger picture. If you're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart, wake up, honey, because no one cares. Oh, hey there, corporates. Thank you so much for listening today. I so appreciate it. If you like what you hear, come and join our community on Instagram at the Click. Join us to talk all things corporate with no filter, the real shit that's going to help you on the daily to get ahead, get shit done, and conquer the corporate. Let's hustle. Disclaimer. Here at the Corporate Click Podcast, we provide general information for educational and entertainment purposes only. This podcast does not offer professional advice. Always consult relevant professionals for specific guidance and advice. Thank you.